Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. And today we're going to be talking of exactly about that, doing what you love. Because when I hit uh, 60s, okay, I'll say, I'll say the S-I-X word, um, what was working for me stopped working for me. And I all of a sudden, you know, didn't so much want to coach people. I all of a sudden didn't want to write blogs. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And this podcast actually came out of that desire because I've said this before, I'll say it again, that we speakers talk about what we actually need to learn. So I started looking for my purpose. And as John Wayne has said, and I love this quote, maybe some of you have heard it, there are two important events in everyone's life. The day you were born and the day you discover why you were born. So while I was searching for what to do with this maybe last stage of my life, not sure where I am in that, but my friend Laura Pellegrin called me. Now she's my BFF, but she is nothing like me. She's kind of the opposite. She's a market researcher. Uh, she's uh, quite an amazing entrepreneur who built up her entire firm herself. Uh, she went from working at a Safeway at, as a um, box stacker, she'll tell you more about that, to working her way up to multi-million dollar marketing company. But we had both reached a time in our lives um, where we, what we've been doing isn't, we're not filled with passion about it. But what will we do? And how much money do we need to make? And how do we redesign our career? So if you are an entrepreneur, a speaker, a comic, and what has happened so far in your life isn't cutting it for you, you might be interested in listening to this podcast because we really came up with some good solutions. And I want to tell you what exercises we did to get there. So hey, Laura, thanks for being on my podcast. Thanks for that intro, Judy. <laughs> I know. Um, well, so first of all, I remember you called me. That's what I remember. You called me and you were kind of anxious. Do you want to just talk a little bit about yeah. what was going on in your life when you when you called me for the emergency? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just needed some Judy Carter advice, and I knew it at that point. And I said, put me on the calendar for an overnight somewhere that's driving distance. We got to talk. Oh, and that's right. That's right. Uh, that's right. So um, I went, okay. So, And this was actually developed like months before we did it. It wasn't like just, hey, a tomorrow. Few a few weeks, yeah. Yeah, we got a hotel room, of course. Tried to get a discounted one with Hilton points. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Okay. So so we went like about an hour and a half and we drove up and um, and apparently my job that weekend was to help you discover what your purposeful life 
will be like what to do yeah yeah i mean things were fine I w it was going well i had um kind of stepped back my business after the uh, 2008 economy crash but in a really you know logical and and uh soft landing kind of way everything went fine i was still doing well we're still doing market research with a skeleton staff, but it didn't yeah, really now, now that's because I can't imagine why after maybe, you know, 40 years of doing market research, why that wouldn't be interesting. Not 40. I'm not that old, Judy. No, but. You, you, uh, no to <laughs> listeners. She's much younger than me. Okay. But <laughs> thank you. But it's, you know, a lot of us, a lot of people listening have jobs that are like research and analytics or data and it's like and then you hear me talk about live a life of passion and it's hard to make those things you know to feel now, passionate about that to be fair Judy some of us like data and, <laughs> and enjoy data now but is it data or data let's clear that up right now data or data either or but what you should know is it is a plural data they not data it Okay. Little, little known fact. But I digress. I, so while I, you know, have enjoyed market research for many, many years and the cutting back was working, I noticed in, in cutting back, it was to make time for things I was really passionate about, like animal rescue. So I'm doing a lot of volunteer work and, ha you know, had started doing a lot of volunteer work with two really great rescue organizations. And I found I just wanted more of that and less of what I think a lot of us can relate to, the golden handcuffs, and how do you take those off? Yeah, so I, now I have to admit something I didn't tell you then, and I kind of said, oh yes, I have some exercises and a plan of what to do, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it was a total, totally BS, I totally lied, I had absolutely no idea and Judy, you know, I know you well enough to know that you had no idea, but I also know oh, you, you did well really. Oh yeah, okay. and I also know you well enough to know that if I give you a problem, you will absolutely solve it for me <laughs> or with me. Well, as my BFF, you have solved so many of my problems, too numerous to mention here. Oh, without a plan on my part too. Yes. Right, but I liked because it was it was very successful. The outcome I'll tell you totally, right now. Totally organic. I'm not sucking me, I'm not sucking you listeners in to go, and we never figured it out. <laughs> I have to tell you, it, I felt like I don't know where we stayed, whether it was just getting away from, you know, all the responsibilities of home or if it was staying right on the ocean and uh, boogie boarding, and uh, or maybe it was all the free drinks that the hotel gave us. I am not sure. The nice but, dinner. <laughs> but I was divinely inspired, and I got like these four or five exercises, and I thought it would be a good idea to go through them with you, and maybe the listener can also do these exercises because they absolutely work. So and you know um, what, Judy, I'm yeah. going to say that the fact that we picked a beautiful location, that it was, you know, a little bit away from home, that there was the, you know, good, healthy food and some fun and cocktails and the writing exercises, all of that, I think, uh, created the environment for the solutions that came out of this. 
Yeah. So I'm going to write down that we have our first two steps so so far, um, which which um, is that you called for help. I I don't believe that yeah. we can do this alone. And and you're someone who's so self reliant. My friend Laura is such a do-it-yourself person that we joke that if you had to do open-heart surgery, you could do it watching a YouTube video while you cut into yourself. So, <laughs> so I think that was, that was a big deal for you to do, wasn't it, to ask it was, for help? Yeah, it was not only a big deal for me, but it was the first part of my relief is knowing that I had picked a person I utterly trust in terms of, of helping me and helping me find a solution and that that was on the calendar, I could relax just a little bit. Okay, so we have a call for help and then, you know, find that mentor, that person, somebody you trust and get a specific location and make it very date time specific when, when you're meeting there. Okay, so after we did that, um, um, then what was the next, the next step? Um, I think, well, I mean, there was a little bit of relaxation and getting into the hotel and going to the um, the beach for, you know, a little walk, uh, having a nice healthy dinner. Um, and, and we were just having kind of free-flowing conversation at that point. Right. And then I asked you to write a list. What was that list all about? That was a list. It was timed. I had five minutes to write as many things as I could think of that from my life, any point in my life that made me happy. Okay. And to remind, to remind the listener that, you know, we're looking for to design the rest of your life, but I forgot something really super important that we forgot that we did beforehand. The cocktails. Uh, well, <laughs> no, the, um, before we even, what I realized, I, I wrote you an email, and in that email, um, you were going like, come on, we're going to knock it off, we're going to go through, and, and you know, let's remind you know, us that you are someone who deals in data, or data, and, and you like solutions quickly, and you don't like living in the un unknown. Um, so, which makes you really good at your job. <laughs> Can't tell clients, not sure. Um, not sure why customers want to buy your product. So what I said to you was, I know you want me to come and help you get a solution, but I have to tell you, this is going to take one uh, or maybe two years. And what we're going to launch is your journey of discovery. And that was a real important mindset because what, because I knew I couldn't come up with what you should do for the rest of your life, but I knew I could launch you on the journey where you would organically find that answer, right? Do you remember Absolutely. that email I sent I you? I do, yeah. And it made a lot of sense to me and um, it really did help reframe my expectations. Yeah, because the expectations would be too high to say, like, one day we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. and, and so you then came with that um, where we curbed your expectation that we were launching a journey. Okay, so we wrote the list of the things from your past that made you happy. 
Right. And um, that list was everything from, you know, as a child, when I got my first dog to, you know, um, making my first year of a million dollars in billings at my company, which was like a milestone for me. Right. And then I asked you to pick one of those things that are happy and go in the details of it and write the story. Yeah, that and, was step two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we both did that and read them to each other. And, and I think yours was about um, building your company, right? It How, was. It was yeah. that point about um, remembering the first million dollar year when I broke that barrier and um, there was a big Christmas party that I, that I threw at my house and all my employees were there. And it was just, I felt like on top of the world, like I started with, you know, a pad of paper and a pen. And there I was with employees and billings and clients and computers and office space. And it was like, it was kind of mind boggling to me that I did that. Well, that was important because, um, uh, as I felt, it's important for you to know what makes you happy. And even beyond that, um, of course, making your million dollars, but it wasn't really the money. What it really was, was that sense of confidence, that strength, that you did that, that yeah. you were able to build something from nothing to something extremely successful and having uh, weathered um, and reacted to all different kinds of things going on in the economy and weathering them and you built it to this amount. So what we left that with was that sense of confidence and strength that maybe you weren't feeling at the day we met, but, but to remind you that you still are that strong person. Yeah, and no, that was really yeah. critical um, and kind of a, you know, a hidden benefit because here I am doing this writing exercise, which I was sure you were just making up on the fly. And, you know, and it did have exactly that effect. Like, okay, here I am, like not knowing my future. I'm so uncomfortable about not knowing the exact path and the exact plan for the next, you know, X number of months. And you just reminded me, you can you can make whatever you want to happen happen. Yeah. Yeah. So then it became, okay, how then? Um, uh, I, I think then you had more confidence to look at your future and it being unknown as um, not something scary, but something that you can sit in and explore because you're confident. Yes, right? Yeah. And go into it with confidence. Okay. Um, Next came, um, the next day we woke up and we sat in the lobby of the hotel and, uh, and I asked you to reveal all your finances to me, um, every, every last bit of them and what you owned, um, everything. And that was a big deal, because I imagine you don't do that with everybody. <laughs> like I said, I trust you. And that must have been hilarious. scary. You with that tiny little pad of paper and, yeah. and your little calculator, and I've got my big spreadsheet and Excel, and <laughs> I'm pulling out numbers for you and giving them to you. You're just writing them on a little pad of paper. 
And then this <laughs> transformation happens right in front of my eyes. And and you say, look, here's how you can make this. Yeah, it took about it took about 10 minutes for me and my little pad of paper and my little iPhone calculator to figure out that uh, you have worked your entire life to get to this point where you didn't need to make any more money. I mean, I think the most important thing that you convinced me of that day is that I can take a break and figure this out. I have enough money. I don't know if I have enough money to live to, you know, 90, 95 or whatever, but I do have enough money to take a break now. And this is the perfect time to do it and go on this journey. Yes, and an important part of this is the acknowledgement of the skill set, um, the skill set that got you here, that got you to this point of having collected enough money to definitely live on for at least two years while you discover what, what you're going to do. Um, that skill set is not going to work for you for the next place because what we do when we're young and we're working or building our career and especially when we don't have help from parents or we're self-made is that we want security and so every just the reason you are in such a successful place right now financially we discovered is because you made choices well sure I'd like to go out with friends but no I need to work sure you know I'd like to go on a trip but my client needs me so all of our choices are for um, you know our clients our services our business yeah, for financial security. For yeah. financial security. So I remember you like started to cry because I said, Laura, it worked. But now it's about you. It's now about you. And, and you with all your Excel charts and all the numbers, you have the information there, but you couldn't see it, could you? No, and I could barely take in what you were saying. I remember getting my own pad of paper out and writing it down and looking at it because I believe you, I trust you, but my mind couldn't process that. And I had to write it down and I said to you, I'm going to keep looking at this until I believe it. <laughs> do you believe it? <laughs> I do. It was true. Well, I had to, uh, okay, true confession. I had to go home and redo my Excel sheet. <laughs> Hilarious. You were right. <laughs> but but this is very important because um, you know, our work is not necessarily our purpose in life. And um what um we discovered here is this that you definitely um had enough money to go on a discovery. And and many people like you know, kids do it um, you know, out of college before they get to their job and they take like a year off, two years off. But because of the of, of pressures and financial pressures, a lot of us no longer have that wonderful sabbatical to explore the world and have experiences. So now, late in life, that's what you're doing. Yeah, and so, you know, for us um, entrepreneurs, um, you know, universities have been doing this forever giving sabbaticals to the, the teachers 
and some companies are doing that for their high-level employees, giving them sabbaticals. And, you know, we entrepreneurs never even think about it. But it, it's so, I, I can see it's so critical. And that's yes. where I need to be right now. Yes. And then let's move to the final stage. Because after we talked about what got you uh, here isn't going to get you there, right? There. A purposeful life, what you wanted to do. So what did we do next, right? What was the next step? Do you remember? Um, well, the next step was, well, first of all, I, for me, the next step um, was actually accepting this information. And I got to say, it probably took me a good week for it all to sink in and for me to be comfortable that this was true and that I could really do this and um, that all the excitement I felt on that retreat with you uh, was true, was real. And, and I could take these steps. And one of my assignments was to do something to push my boundaries, just open do up my mind even some, Yes, it was to do something different. Different, right. And so we talked about taking an acting class um, and, you know, or painting class or something that I would try that would, not that I wanted to be a painter or be an actor, but that would give me a different perspective on myself. And so, yes. so I'm diligently going through all the Groupon activities <laughs> looking for that, what that class is going to be. Yes. So when we do something different, um, it opens up a different part of ourselves. It makes us more aware of ourselves and our relationship to people when we're not doing what we've always been doing. And so you decided we were talking about you taking an acting class, which would be definitely push your boundaries. And then we also talked about something else. And it really came from, um, as I said, the story that you wrote, which was, and I, you know, bought myself to a million dollar company. And then I said, now, Laura, now that you're not penny saving, now that we're not scrimping and building the business, the business is built. It's there. Everything is fine. Now we're going to go to Bloomingdale's. We're going to get a stylist, both of us, because I also transformed through all of this as well. And that we are going to not, um, we are going to spend money on looking like a million dollars, right? <laughs> right? And not, not going to Ross for less. Nope, 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 no, no. We're going to, and then we're going to throw away all our stuff from Target. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a couple t-shirts, this thing, but we're going to buy quality clothes. We're going to go and buy quality clothes and we're both going to get a stylist and we're both going to look better. True. Right? We're going to do that. Coming up. Coming up. Yeah, that's on the calendar. And, and, and now, you know, let's go back to that mess you are in. What am I going to do with the rest of my life? And now that you're on the journey and we went through this, um, how does it feel now? You know, how has this, how, what's going on in the journey? Because it would be really great to do another podcast and check in with you once you went, oh my gosh, I, 
I went here, I went there, because there's one other thing missing that we forgot. Okay, so we're going to be, so the, the very last thing I told you in the exercise was networking. Um, a lot of times when we network, we are ashamed, you know, hello, I'm Susan, I'm a waitress, and, and, and we introduce ourselves by um, things that we don't even like doing. And, and yeah. it becomes very awkward when people ask what you do. Because yeah. I know you were going to some um, meetups and some stuff, and you were going to be networking. Yep. And so then what happened with that? Because I told you how to introduce yourself. What you, did you did, and I love what you said, because one of the things I, I know I'm interested in, and I hope will be in my future on my, my journey and my path where it takes me, is editing. Because of all the things I did in market research, Thing I love the most, and in addition to data analysis, which I really like, um, was editing when I had a big staff and they would draft the presentations or the reports that were going to the client. And it might sound a little dry, but um, what I liked doing was making it into an interesting story so that my clients would understand and remember it and then act on it. Because the worst thing about market research is you show them a bunch of data and nobody understands it and they go back to doing exactly what they did before. So I really loved the editing part of that. And then what happened? Who hired I you? I went to a meetup just- No, wait a second, wait a second. So what? I then said, well, I'm writing a book and I'm having trouble managing writing my book and I'm writing a one person show. How about you helping me keep on track and edit? And, and help edit my book, right? That was like the icing on the cake. We figured out a price. Now you have a job, right? I do. I have now, a job. You have a job. <laughs> and then working for me. And then what happened when you went to this meetup? How did you introduce yourself? I, I cheated a little from what you said. I, because um, at the meetup, um, there was an icebreaker thing where I was saying I, I own my own business, which I do. And I, and I would say to people, I did market research for a long time, and now I'm editing. And I'm editing my friend's book and her one-woman play, and I love editing. And you know what happened, exactly what you said would happen, is I connected with people about their writing projects. I have met screenwriters. I met a guy two days ago who's writing his autobiography. Everybody's writing something, and most of them hate editing. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. So I'm out there being an editor, and and that uh, happened, and that happened right away. Immediately, we'll see if that's something you're passionate about as you do it. But I've been loving working with you, and as I recall, to get very specific, what I said about networking. When you meet somebody, and we're going to discuss this in detail in a, another podcast because it's worthy of its own one, is that first find someone else's purpose. When someone says, what do you do? Let them answer first. What do you do? And then you connect, you feel their purpose, and you connect yours to them. So I said, if you don't go, oh, I'm a market researcher. No. What do you do? Oh, well, I'm a writer. I'm doing some acting really, I'm actually writing for a comedian right now. And then it's, and then what happens? Someone wanted to talk to you. They exchanged numbers. They got excited, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So, and the conversation is more interesting. 
I mean, I can make market research interesting, but not in a way that connects with people. It's just kind of like telling them some stories that they go, wow, whoa, you know, I didn't know that existed. But they don't connect with it. There's no like rejoinder to it. Right, because but in your way, you do actually connect with people in a really meaningful way. Yes, because I have a really good way to end this podcast. But first, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have a really good message to end this. But first, I want to do a little recap on this. All right, is uh, first of all, if you don't know what your purpose in life is and you're feeling lost, uh, call for help. Get a friend. And then pick a location, a time, date, very specific with the intent of doing some exercises to discover what your purpose is in life and what your next act is going to be, what your next project is going to be, and hopefully and, and have it have meaning to you. Then write a list from all your past experiences. Write a list of the ones that made you happy. Pick one of them and write a detailed story. Really get into it of that thing, that moment in your life where you were so happy and understand that that feeling that you had, that moment of success in your life, you have that. Own it. Embrace it. Do a financial assessment of how much you have and how much you really need to earn and discover how long you can go without working or how much you need or is your purpose in life needing to bring you money or do, have you made enough money that you can find your purpose uh, without the incomes because very often uh, a lot of jobs that uh, are on purpose are not the big money makers okay and then look at your life and understand that something's going to change because the skill set that got you here is not necessarily going to get you there. And that's okay. And the next thing is just to open yourself up to the possibility of doing something different. Because the way we find our purpose in life isn't like an arrow that hits a bullseye. It's shooting a lot of arrows out, having them go all over the place. And finding your purpose is a journey. And then when you network with people, build a bridge to their purpose. Have, ask them what are they doing in their life that they love doing. And then when you announce what your purpose is, connect to theirs. And that's how we network. And I have one last thing to say, but before I say it, Laura, did you have anything left that you'd like to add to this? I think you hit it on the nail. And I just want to say also that I think, you know, while we're talking about giving ourselves, you know, a nice overnight at a, a beach resort, um, I think you can do this all for free without quitting your job, you know, without giving up your income. You can go to the beach for free and go to the lake for free. You can, you know, uh, house sit at somebody's nice house. that's just away from yours. Um, and you can sign up for free classes. And so I don't, I don't want this to sound like, you know, this is only for multimillionaires. <laughs> multimillionaires can find their purpose in life. Yeah. Right. 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 That's, I'm really glad you brought that up 
it, the reason was, was getting out to find your purpose in life. You really have to do something different. And it starts with getting out of where you are <laughs> physically, but it, you can go, you can go anywhere. Well, thank you, Laura Pellegrin, uh, for being my guest. Also for picking up the tab at that hotel. Still <laughs> appreciate that. And my final advice to you all is what is purpose? But purpose is the gift that you give to others. So in finding your own purpose, it's not, um, it's not a bout of narcissism. And that's why the networking is so important. It's finding that bridge, that, that um, what your skill is, something you love doing that other people need. So your purpose is the gift you give away to others. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.